Hello, welcome to What She's Thinking. I'm your host, Greg Schwartz, your coach for online dating. I'm asking a group of women questions on dating, sex, and other topics, all submitted by men like you. To get your questions answered, go to makeonlinedatingfun.com slash questions. So here's the interview. Oh, I'm Courtney. I'm Ejen. I'm Lee. After we match, if you follow me on Instagram, what's the next step? Do we talk there or in the dating app? That never comes up for me. I don't think anyone, I don't know. I'm not a big Instagram user, but I would find it a little weird if somebody followed me on Instagram from a dating app. Uh, to be clear, the woman follows the guy on uh, Instagram. Wait, sorry. Repeat the question. I think I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we match on a dating app and you follow me mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm. Should I message you on Instagram? Should I DM you? Or should I message you on the app? Oh, I have thoughts on this one. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts on this is that Instagram is just a, another way of judging the person because you're not sure if you're attracted to them enough from the dating app. So I think Instagram is, I don't really know who you are yet. I'm trying to gleam who you are. So I'm going to look at more photos and I'm going to try to piece together what your hobbies are and who you hang out with and stuff like that, because there's only so many photos you can have on a dating app. There's only so much information. I think women I know who followed guys on Instagram, it's because they're trying to figure out how interested they are or not the guy on the dating uh, app. That's so a, that's a lot of effort. That's more effort than I would put into. Right. Out if right. I like so something. ultimately though, if I like, if that girlfriend followed that guy, like I don't think it would be a good tactic for him to DM her because I think you stay in your lane on the dating app because she's going to decide from the Instagram whether or not she wants to continue interacting with you on the dating app. And I think by t- putting yourself into it, her other channel, it just kind of is creepy in some ways. I don't know. Even I mean, though she followed him. Right, true. <laughs> but women are like, whatever. You know, when we stalk a guy, it's not that creepy. When a guy stalks us, it's creepy. You know, because, like, women's number one fear is getting raped and murdered on dating apps. And guys' number one fear <laughs> really is that, yes, that the, that the woman's going to be more overweight than her photos and not as good looking as her photos. Like, that is men's and women's fears. <laughs> like, they are completely opposite side of the spectrum. So, you know, the guy doesn't necessarily probably mo- mind that she's following him, you know. But at the end of the day, I think you need to stay in the lane that you're in. Um, to decide if there's interest or not. Personally, I don't like random DMs on Instagram. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, this has never happened to me. I obviously I would not spend the time to follow a guy on Instagram. But um, I think if I were to have theoretically done it, I I think I would still prefer to stick to the to the app. I mean, I can't imagine any situation where I would go on Instagram and follow a guy that I met on a dating app. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, this is, this is never actually happened. I'm like, how, who, who's asking this yeah, question asking that this, this is this recurring? <laughs> but I can tell you a number of men have asked this. Okay. So, so this here, is not here, an isolated thing. Here, here's yeah. my thought. Like, I would not, it's one thing what to creep on a guy. Women? It's it's one thing to creep on a guy. Creep on him on Instagram, but don't follow him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the way means I want up. You don't need to follow him to I feel get like, the pictures. I feel right? like if I followed a guy on Instagram, it probably means I like him. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. I'm researching him. It means that like I'm trying to give some other clue on a different channel so that That's he'll perfect. like probably get back to me more. But if I were to creep on him, I would really creep on him. Hmm. So feel, one thing like, to add is I know a lot of guys and girls both have locked 
Instagram accounts. You can mm-hmm. only see it yeah. if you follow you them and follow. you get approved. Uh, Does that change that at all for you? I think that's still a flirtation move. I still think at the end of the day, like, what I would do as the guy in that situation, if you notice this girl from the dating app has followed you or whatever, you go back to the app and you're like, so checking out my Instagram, huh? Like, totally, little winky face, make a right joke thing. out of it. Like, be like, haha, a little stalker much, like, checking out my Insta. And then it's like, I would try to move the conversation to phone. Because for me, I'm like, let's get off the digital platforms, like, and all this games. Like, wh- like what's your number? Like, let's talk on the phone. That's the only way we're going to actually get a sense for each other's energy. So let's just, like, like play it off in a funny way. Humor goes a long way, I think, with men to, yeah. to get rid of the creepy card just to make them – make the woman aware that they're actually, like, socially intelligent is by using sense of humor. You can play off a lot of situations if you just, like, throw a joke in and then move on. So on the Instagram account question, what do you look for on someone's Instagram? What stands out or, for that matter, what's meh? I really don't stalk a person's Instagram much, but some of those apps have like a little Instagram picture strip at the bottom for a person. I might look at that. What do I look for? One, Instagram probably has more recent photos than whatever they might have concocted in the app. So one is, okay, more information about how they actually look now. And then also more information about like, socially like what is their circle like and then the other thing actually this is important if a guy is uh short or looks from the picture like he might be pretty short instagram is another place where they probably have curated the pictures less to avoid looking short so i'll look (laughs) for pictures that might indicate (laughs) they're short yeah don't Usually the dating apps will say how tall they are. So anyway, I also don't really look at Instagram of anyone on a dating app. So, well, okay, here's what I think Instagram is good for. I think it's like, what do they post about? So if this guy is posting like really artsy photos, that's cool. If they actually like art and you like art, that's cool. You know, for example, I'm just using my boyfriend. Um, he takes these like really cute photos of animals because he likes photography. So he like has nerdy photos of birds, like too many birds in a row where I'm like, cool, <laughs> don't have a lot of game, but I like that about you. Like, it's so sweet. It's, it's like, it's an adoring, adorable quality to see. Right. I'm like, wow, a lot of bird shots. He's like, he gets all nerded out when like Nat Geo follows, like, you know, follows him or like likes some of his photos. So you just notice, like, are they into nature? Are they into animals? You know, is it all just photos of them again like the dating apps in a mirror like with their abs and sunglasses you know is it them partying all the time like it shows about their lifestyle and I think it shows about their interests and I think it shows like kind of how genuine someone is you know is everything a modeled shot where they have to look perfect like Instagram model or is it like a normal more approachable person who is like you know kind of out with their friends like on a hike just doing normal stuff like I think you can kind of read between the lines and you look at the the Instagram like what's the story that they're telling why do they choose to share certain things mm-hmm. um, and so with these things especially if you don't know the person yet i guess you're just trying to get as much information as you can but at the end of the day stop trying to freaking be a mind reader or like a profile reader and just talk to them on the phone and decide if they're worth your time or not and then meet them in real life to know like i think people spend way too much time trying to figure out who somebody is instead of just actually figuring out who somebody is Mm -hmm. after we match if you don't respond the first time i send a message should i send another i think yes uh, but also like I think for I think men should be thoughtful about messages. So 
The reason why you should send a second message is because uh, there's a billion reasons why I might not have resp- uh, responded to your first message having nothing to do with whether or not I like you. It could just be I've been extremely busy this week with work and I haven't checked the um, the accounts. And so, like, I think uh, getting another message actually does show that you are interested. And I think sometimes with the online dating, it's almost like a luck of timing kind of thing because, like, there are certain times that are I think it's better to send a message. I tend to look at my apps the most uh, during commute times. Um, so like, you know, between five to six mm-hmm. and then like right before dinner, cause after, after mm-hmm. that you get into dinner and you stop checking it. I think when you send a message around Thursday or Friday, it tends to work better than Monday through Wednesday because you're looking forward to the weekend already. Um, yeah. So I think there are things like that. Um, I do have pet peeves around the first messages though. Mm-hmm. Like I absolutely hate it when somebody sends a message that just says hi or mm-hmm. hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. I almost never <laughs> respond to those messages or I respond with high exclamation marks just to show that hi, like doesn't go a long way. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't go a long way. It doesn't re- like, I think the other thing is that, um, I think we've gotten to a point where you know that online dating and dating in general is like somewhat strategic. And I find that quality to be like both attractive, but also like sometimes you want a little bit more magic. But when the person is just so not strategic that they're just saying hi and you're almost like not impressed because you haven't thought about Mm -hmm. any of that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think the reality is that, you know, if you are an attractive girl on a dating app, or even if you're not attractive, you're going to get a ton of messages. So they're just going to get buried in there. So Mm -hmm. it's ultimately not that you're always ignoring people, but, you know, guys don't have the same problem, right? They're doing a lot more of the reaching out. So they're like, what would it even be like if I couldn't respond to all the messages that I have? But you have to put yourself in the woman's shoes, which is she has a ton of stupid messages she has to sort through. And so yours might have just innocently gotten lost. Or the reality could be that when you messaged her, she went on a date with somebody on a dating app. They weren't official yet. They were still exploring things. And so she wasn't as active on the app. She wasn't rejecting you or thinking that you weren't cute enough or all the thoughts that you put in your head that you're projecting what could be why she's not responding to you. When the reality could be completely different. You, Like you said, you were busy at work. You weren't as busy on your dating apps. You weren't paying attention as much. Or she did go on a date with someone recently, so she isn't paying as much attention. So I don't think there's anything wrong with a second follow-up. But I do think after two messages where you don't get anything back, that's where you're like, okay, don't try it again. It's kind of sad and pathetic when you get like four messages in a row and it's like, dude, you know, you know, I was kind of on the fence about you. Here's the reality. I'm going to be really honest. So if you are a girl who gets a lot of, um, messages, right? You're going to optimize for the ones you're the most excited about. You're going to prioritize them. They're going to be the ones you respond to. And you're going to wait to see what happens with those ones. And you're going to let some matches that you were so, so about kind of sit in your inbox until that pipeline dries up. And then maybe you'll go back to them because they're kind of like your B players. This is going to sound really messed up, but you have, everyone knows you have your A players. You spend more time there. Humans can only juggle so many people at a time. And so that's what happens. So sometimes you don't respond because you are not sure about them. And so some guys have to try a little harder to get your attention than others do because you have that instant attraction physically with them and, or you have a really amazing banter with them. So the other ones are going to kind of wait it out in the middle zone. So, uh, and a lot of times you just will never end up getting back to them because more people will come into your, 
your you know your app that you'll end up prioritizing and bumping them up again. So the reality is, if you're not getting responses, maybe focus your energy somewhere else because you no one wants to be the B player. <laughs> yeah, I think uh. um, I think my favorite types of messages to get first are um, I think a really simple one is actually just I like your profile. Um, because I, I kind of feel like that's a very direct, okay, yeah, like we matched, obviously you liked my profile, but it it makes me like kind of want to ask, what did you like about it? And so it's like, it immediately elicits a answer, like, you know, something from me. I think the other type that I like is, um, when the man shares something that like gives me something to respond to. So like, you know, if they're like, oh, hey, I just like finished, um, a yoga class and I'm about to go head to, I don't know, something, something that shows me your life is interesting and, and then Mm -hmm. like ask me a question. And so I feel like those are like messages that are nice and like, um, because it does almost teleport me into your life for a moment and it lets me see like, Oh, is this a guy I want to like know more of that little window? And then I think the last type would be just something kind of like to start banter because like having banter is really fun and it really makes you want to respond. So, I mean, I don't know how you do that on the first message, but I have seen people done it well. So those are probably the three types that I really like. Mm -hmm. Um, On guys messaging, you know, a second time if I don't respond yeah, I, I would agree with Courtney. It's oftentimes a B player thing, but sometimes it's like a, a bad timing thing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like I just stopped thinking about that. Part- sometimes I'll delete a whole app for like several months and be mm-hmm. like, oh, well, maybe I should give Hinge another try and then download mm-hmm. it again. Like I downloaded the league after our last <laughs> conversation. I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> and so that, that can happen as well. And I, I feel like I probably have gone out with guys before that. Uh, I did not respond to their first message and then later on decided, oh, oh, well, I'm going to flip through that. So follow-up question on this. How long should a guy wait, since you said yes, how long should a guy wait before sending the second message? A couple days. I mean, I have definitely gone for as long as a week before checking mm-hmm. my app. And I have noticed, like, you know, if if a girl responds to you after a week – some men respond more, like warmly, like you know, where they are like, "Oh, nice!" Like you responded, and it's absolutely normal that you haven't responded for a week. And then some some people respond in this like very weird, lukewarm way, or almost slightly bitter way, and and then after which you're just like, "Okay, well, then definitely no, right?" Mm-hmm. That's not attractive, yeah, because that's basically expressing judgment. They don't know your situation. They're expressing judgment, looking at only their experience, not yours. And it's also just really unattractive. It's not confident mm-hmm. Absolutely. to have that response because you, you're like, you don't know me. You're already attacking me. Like, that's not a good way to start a relationship. So if it takes a while for the woman to respond, definitely don't, like, be hard about it. Again, you can make a joke about it. And, like, that's okay. But don't be, like, dead serious, actually mad and, and like, aggressive or, like, yeah. mean in your response. And I do think, like... Uh, for me, like two days would be too soon. It'd seem too desperate to me. Like I'd probably prefer more like a week or two for me overall, because, um, you know, I like a guy for me, 
again, it's different for every person. I need very high social intelligence, emotional intelligence for who I'm going to date. So if I already see signs of, of lacking in so, a social awareness, that's not going to work for me in a partnership. So I like when guys filter themselves out and I can read things about them, but I know who I am and what I want. So that's not everyone's approach and that's totally fine. Um, because for me, ultimately, um, yeah, I have to be with somebody who wouldn't be super awkward and desperate. That just won't work for me in our relationship. It's going to be clingy and that doesn't work either. It's just, there's patterns that you see in the dating in the online dating that'll usually end up revealing themselves in how they are in real life. Yeah, totally agree. Like for me, if a guy's hitting me up after just like a second time, even within a week, it's just like, what if I'm busy? What if I'm traveling? So I would say probably closer to like a week and a half, two weeks is mm-hmm. the soonest that would feel okay. I've actually had a case where um, I think there was a guy that I matched with. Uh, we actually had great text chemistry and he ended up going to Southeast Asia for like a few months and obviously wouldn't talk mm-hmm. during that time. But then when he came back, he messaged uh, me again. And then we actually went out on a date after three months. Yeah. So I don't think that there's really, you know, a rule. It's just, mm-hmm. do you feel, do you feel any, any chemistry from the conversation? you've had? Right. Yeah. Totally. I agree. I definitely agree with that too. And I think, again, I'm a big fan of trying to move that conversation to a phone call as soon as possible to keep it old school. Because for me, again, it filters guys out if they're not willing to get on a phone call with me. Um, because I'm old school and I want that. And if they don't do it, it makes my life easier. It's m- way fewer messages that I have to worry about. And for me, I'm like, let's get to the chase. I can tell so much on a phone call if I'm going to vibe with someone. I had the experience where I quickly transitioned from texting to phone call. And I just did not like this guy's sense of humor on the phone. And I'm like, if I don't like your sense of humor on the phone, why am I going to like it in person? And he got very upset because, you know, he's like, well, when are we going to meet up? And I'm like, you know, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't feel the energy from this phone call. I, I don't get that romantic feeling for you. And listen, I'm a professional matchmaker. I'm pretty intuitive. I'm not tooting my own horn, but like... I just feel that that's, we don't have that energy. And, you know, I have, I'm dating someone right now that I feel that energy with. So I want to dedicate that time. And he's like, well, I just felt like we had an amazing conversation. And I was like, well, I'm glad you felt that way. <laughs> like, you know, like, I think we had a good conversation. Um, I didn't necessarily feel like it was a date thing. And he literally like would continuously check in on me, which again, I didn't disrespect him for the proactivity. I thought it was cool that he spoke his truth, that he went for it. And he would check in like, well, how are things going with the other guy? Are you still interested in meeting up? And I'm like, no. I'm like, you can meet me at an event if you want. That's my, that's my other go-to move. If I like don't know about someone enough to give them my one-on-one time, I'm like, why don't we meet at an event and I can read out your energy there and see if anything is somehow different from what I'm sensing from, from the phone call or whatever. And, um, you know, then it's like, no, I want one-on-one time. And I'm like, no, like we have different things that we want. And, but eventually he was really asking me, well, where is this coming from? And I explained and he actually really appreciated the directness. So it's whether or not we're willing to be super honest and vulnerable about, about it, which a lot of people aren't. And to this day, like, you know, because he handled the experience really well and didn't become an asshole about it, it makes me more likely to want to invite him to events, to introduce him to my friends, even though he's not the match for me. I like him as a person now. And I think he could end up meeting one of my friends. So I think you got to play the long game and you can, you should never treat anyone like shit either. That's my other big rule of thumb with mm-hmm. dating is like karma is real. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to treat everyone well, even if it's not the ultimate right person for you. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for listening. To help other men find the podcast, please rate it on iTunes and write a review. Also, I'd love to hear your feedback. Which question did you find most helpful? 
email me, greg at makeonlinedatingfun.com. And remember, to get your questions answered, go to makeonlinedatingfun.com slash questions.